And my wife walked in on me and jerked me in the shower. Did she like it? I was, I was deep in. In, in fact, she liked it. She looked, she just kind of looked at me and said, yeah. And shook her head and stood and walked. And then like, and yeah, she opened the door and said, I was coming. I started coming. I was finishing. And I was like, <laughs> I was an angry jerking in the shower. And she just said, watch. I wanted to yell at her to get out. We yell because I was mid <laughs> So then she saw you in a worse position. Oh, damn it. I just I, I, I spit out the words. Relax. <laughs> 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 oh, it's kind of entertaining. I just wish she would have left. I wanted to I wanted come in peace. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dwee's Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Oh, I'm being told that Bullfrog chose to stroke his dog's loins tonight. Again? Wolfpack will have to do. Sorry, we don't like it either. I wonder which dog... Welcome to your football fantasy. I apologize that it sounds like we're inside a fucking tunnel. We are basically inside a fucking tunnel. Wiz has been bitching and moaning about doing our social distancing podcast for some time now. So instead, we decided to gather together inside my garage. It's big enough that we can all sit far, 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 far away from each other. I just said there was a big point where we get over this. We had to go back to back to the podcast and start making things happen. Yeah. That's what I said. I mean, things were happening, but pretty we're, weak. we're all in the same room now. Does it feel better to you? I have my mask. It's on and off. I can't decide how I want to do this. Well, I do it's think gonna be muffled if you have it on. we had some of our best shows in person, and it's really hard to have some really good shows where we're all just distancing. The social drinking doesn't go as far. I mean, I drink a lot by myself here at the house. Big Wiz is here. Wolfpack is here. Wolfpack, how are you today? Not doing too bad. Ready to do, uh, do this episode. Get it going. Uh, so you guys know, listeners, we literally came from a baby shower, because apparently <laughs> dudes do baby showers now. Uh, to do this, so... It's progressive. That, then you know what? It is the 21st century. It's 2020, goddammit. Let's, let's live it now. Today's episode should be a fun one. We're going to do our very first off-season mock draft for you. If you've been a listener for a while, you know that we like to do a lot of these over the course of the off-season just to give you guys a heads up of what ADP looks like, what you should be thinking about players as news comes out, and how you should be drafting. In the future, we will look at different draft strategies. Today, it's just head to head to head to head to head. Who can pick the best team? Bullfrog and the good doctor will be drafting alongside us, even though they're not here. They're not going to be part of the podcast. We're going to talk a lot of shit about their picks. But I'm Jack. You guys pumped about our first month draft? Don't we also want to see how it looks now compared to where it goes? That to me is a very interesting part. Always, right? First, coming out of the NFL draft here, we're, we're what? Uh, three weeks out of the NFL draft, it's time to start thinking yeah. about this. I know uh, teams haven't even gotten together. Although, although uh, Gunnell says that the team facilities will open up in, on the 19th of May, 
So team, people are going to start getting in. A lot of rookie contracts already signed, so we're going to see some torn ACLs soon. Some four days. That's some four days. Four days. Goodell's making the world turn. A couple things to do before we get to our mock draft, which is really the meat of the show today. Let's see if I can't rustle up something on the spot news, because we had a baby shot where I'm ill-prepared. This week in football. Uh, yeah, like I said, facility opening up on the 19th here in a matter of days. So we'll see players reporting. We'll see start to report. We've had a handful of rookie contract signings already, which is kind of nice to see. The pool is open for which firm rookie is going to be the last player to sign his contract. It's always kind of fun to watch, but uh, that's down the line. Other news, uh, we've got we've got players coming back from injury that say they're good. Eric Ebron, he's ready to play, I hope so, for our dynasty team. James Conner is ready to take over the featured running back role there. I'm not buying I'm still drafting Anthony McFarland. And big news, the New Orleans signed Ty Montgomery. Anybody buying that piece? That's news? It's, I told you I'm doing it. Why? Okay. No, that's nothing. Here, here's one. So Sirianni comes out of Indianapolis and says, I fully expect Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor to have an even split. Do you buy that as a Colts fan? What are you doing, Wolfpack, with your Colts running backs right now? I don't think this could be the start out. The start out will not be an even split. Uh, Mack will be the premier back, I want to say, for at least the first four or five weeks. And about that fifth week, Mack will probably pull a hand or get injured like he normally yeah, that's does. That's so, even if he doesn't, I mean, he's going to be not really a change of pace, but it's more of like once this guy gets the ball four or five times, you know what? Let's pull him out. Let's get Taylor in there and run that ball even more. I'd be terribly surprised if I see a series for some alternation right. somewhere in the middle. Or they could go, you know, who's got the hot hand this this game? Who, yeah. Who's busting through the hole? It's going to be, what, up until up through like week eight or nine with Jabal Williams and, and Air Joe. And that's what it's going to be. Yeah. They're just going to be alternating randomly. Harlan Mack is going to get the ball a lot. Why would he not? They're going to pound the ball for a while. Here's the really crazy thing, though, if you're following. Like, Jonathan Taylor's style. He's the one-on-one. In most. It's either him or, or Clyde that are going to one-on-one in rookie drafts right now. At the same time, Mack's stock is just putting off a cliff. Should people try to buy low on a Marlon Mack, at least for this season, thinking, hey, I'm going to get that production whiz that you talked about? Yes, but understand what that production is going to be. It's likely going to be eight touchdowns in 800 yards, and he doesn't catch the ball. That's the problem here. Yeah. You can get him for a running back four value right now that seems like a value at eight touchdowns. That's a, that's a flex running back that you play at least in picky situations. Maybe somebody worth targeting. Check with your Marlon Mack owner. The best part about this, though, is that they play for such a great offensive line. The, the yeah. second best offensive line. You're not gonna argue that. I was looking for you to argue that. No, I mean, who, I mean, who else are you compare with? Who else is there? The Giants, or the 49ers, I meant to say when I said 49ers is close. 49ers is what, it, number one? The Titans. I would say that they're the best. I think Staley that, just retired, though. You got Trent Williams. You Trent Williams, who's 35 years old, yeah. right? So, we'll Cowboys. Hasn't played in 18 months. And yeah. you know, the Cowboys were there. I don't know yeah. if they're there now, but you know, like, two, three years ago, they were number one? Three years ago, though. Three years ago? So, I mean, they're all they're they're, they're probably player. top. Their top line is the Colts offense makes and they're first playing behind him. Yes, yeah. worth, worth it. 
Absolutely. Here's a piece of new thing that's interesting. Prince of Bucamara played for the Bears last season. Most of the Raiders, they tried really hard to buy Apple in the offseason. That fell through. Bucamara seems like a nice replacement for them. They've been on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but I, 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 I fucking hate Gruden and the Raiders. Any love for that signing, fan? We replace Abukamara with two round cornerbacks coming out of small Does teams. that impress you? No, it does not. I thought Abukamara actually was decent yeah, in the NFL. Soft. He's been decent. Yeah, I think Oakland makes a good move doing it. He's not a great corner. He's a decent corner. He's a good corner. But he's bringing that veteran presence there. I mean, yeah, they've got what, a bunch of rookies. In the Bears, we go for division three corners because they, they're right, because they're, they're studs in the division. Yes, three. you know that. They, they love their fucking three players. You guys are idiots. Um, this isn't necessarily news, but T.Y. Hilton is trying to make it as clear as possible that he wants to be a Colt forever. And yeah. we trade up, we made a, a, probably a pretty dumb trade up. Make sure we could draft Michael Pittman in the early second round of our rookie draft because we thought Pittman is easily, at least after this season, going to lead that team, if not lead that team this season. You buy that T.Y. Hilton's there. Um, is he just blowing smoke trying to get another contract? Or is there so any kind of legitimate concern for a guy that we hope would break out soon? There's two responses here. Is yes, that was a dumb trade. You, know, you have a, a, a knack for throwing trades out as fast as you actually get responses, which causes sure. problems. Sure, yes. Um, so yes, bad trade. However... Not that bad. Not that bad. Not terrible. Um... I think they are far enough different receivers. I actually think it probably helps Michael Pittman a little bit if he does stay. I can't imagine they would give him a long-term contract, but yes, I think it's in his best interest to stay there because that's where he's going to get the most money. Sure. Yeah, and you're not wrong about him helping Pittman, I think. He stretches the field Correct. for Pittman to take some of that safety, which you look at all the time, right? If you've got somebody to go down the field, then you're being one. On the other side, is likely to have a little bit less safety coverage. This could be like uh, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. Ooh, just not a big fucking. It is. But I mean, statement from a I'm just saying it's more. You have the veteran there, where Reggie Wayne was coming up with Harrison for three years, probably four years. Yes. I still. I think so it's, it's not going to be the same. Production. Apples and no. oranges. These receivers types. They're yes. They're very very different. T.Y. Hilton has never been no. the prototypical wide receiver one. He's just not that, but they've tried to use him that way for a long time. So. And he's done decent. Yeah, he's been fine. He's, as long, when he's on the field, fine. Michael Pittman is going to have an easier time being a one because he is built like and plays like a one, I think. All right, you're up. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. So here's, do you guys want to go running back? Wide rec- I'm giving you the wide receiver no matter what, or do you want the tight end? Just do them all. We're not going to get the tight end for sure. Okay. This is the third running back in NFL history with 290 plus fantasy points last season and fewer than 20 receptions. The last running back to do this was Sean Alexander in 2005. That's my boy, Sean Alexander. So you- Josh Jacobs. No. Nick Chubb. No. Derek oh, Henry. Henry. Yes. That's who it was. Wow. Yeah, but I was probably pretty close with my my first guess of Nick Chubb. There. Chubb, I think I'm assuming was close. I don't think two hundred. I don't think he had over two hundred points. Yeah, he might not have that. Um, all right, here's my wide receiver one. Of all the wide receivers with fifty, at least fifty targets, only obviously one, but one saw the highest percentage of double teams. It was not Michael Thomas. It was not Hopkins. Name this wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. Nope. 
you're gonna need a hint on this. He's not the not he's number two wide receiver on this team, and he has a he. I think he also led the league and then the average depth of throw were close to it. He also led all wide receivers with 17.4 yard air yards per target this season. No other wide receiver topped 17 yards. Is it Mike Evans? No, but you have the first name right. Mike Williams. Mike Williams faced double coverage at 0.8% hmm. of his routes. No other receiver was over 6%. Is it right? Yes. What the fuck? Well, that might have part of the reason why he had such a good year. Why he had a pretty good year. Wow. I still had over a thousand yards. I mean, Mike Williams. But, he, but overall, he was not right. a very good year. Right. Yeah, that is that is a shocking. That's a good stat. I mean, that's shocking. All right, give us the tight end. Not surprisingly, Travis Kelsey is one of two tight ends to score thirty plus touchdowns since twenty fifteen. The only other is this tight end, Name him. Jimmy Graham. God. When he had like a 12 Ryan Gase. A 12 touchdown a year in Seattle. Fucking Bro. Get out. He didn't even he's played fucking 17 games since then. Uh Mr. Consistent. He's from my hometown. He loves my no, hometown. He's from my favorite school. I don't know where your hometown is. Favorite school? Notre Dame. Probably. There you go. that drills it. Kyle Rudolph, huh? Rudolph is still on the team, right? Yep, with Irv Smith. With Irv Smith, but people hate Rudolph this year. Irv Smith is stopping. Kyle Rudolph's going to do the same thing as ever. He's probably going to get six touchdowns. Here's a stat for everything that's interesting. There's no point to guess this, but here, following his king, right? We've all the time. Nine running backs last year had 300 plus touches, and all nine finished in top nine fantasy points. Over the last nine seasons, 63 running backs have reached not 300 touches. All 63 have finished his top. It's all about opportunity. <laughs> volume, baby. Give me the volume. Give the touches. You love Correct. Them. I love it. Um, all right, you got any? Nothing. I don't think I have any dumb shit for us. That means... Because fake football isn't fake enough. Now the boys will do a fake draft. That is pure. That, that's that's some creative guy. There's something good about that one. That drop is fantastic. It's one of our best drops. It's other ones actually is a sexual fantasy one. With little kids. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Oh yeah, flex. Hide your kids, everybody. Yeah. We, er, in the early days of our drop creation, we did a good job. It's falling off admittedly silly. Why? What happened? More free time. I had less free time. Let's take this shot. Okay, let's take this shot. And then we'll have a mock draft. Cheers. Bird dog is good. <clears throat> oh, it's easy, though. Black chip, like, tastes so good after you. Let me tell you something. So, for a couple, one show I did, I did two shows in a row I did Evan Williams. Oh, yeah, that, that hurts. Then I went back to Bird Dog. Bird Dog's so easy. So easy relative to most whiskeys, I think. Mm -hmm. I think that old camp is pretty good, too. Mm. Not that. Not as easy as Bird Dog. Look at this. Both bitching. Okay. We're going to do a mock draft for you guys. Like I said, there are five of us in this mock draft. We're going to do this a little differently than we've in the past. We're not picking strategies. We're all just going for the best possible team. We are only drafting starting lineups for this mock draft. No bench players. We're going to turn this into a bet. Who has the best starting lineup? 
after this draft. In fact, we're going to track all of our mock drafts this offseason to see when, what part of the, the best draft was the team ended up the best if there was a strategy that did it. But this was just going to be a straight up bet. Who can take the best starting lineup in a super flex, two flex, two running back, two receiver, one tight end mock draft? We're going to roll through all of this. We're going to go and we randomly selected our draft positions before this guy. Goldpack is going to pick from the four. The good doctor from the side. I've got seven. Bullfrog at eight. And the big one at the back end of one. At the 111. I feel like you always fuck me like that. In a 12 team league. We're going to kick this thing off and uh, pay attention. If you're drafting spots, we'll tell you how to do it. Off the board. Oh. One goes Christian McCaffrey. Presumably McCaffrey's going to go one here. I just did. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Lamar, Jackson in the Superflex, and Wolfpack is on the clock with 30 seconds to go. Did you see pause that? It. Yeah. I'm going to pause it, and you can discuss what you're thinking here. I see Lamar Jackson going number three overall. I, I would be very frank about that. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Lamar Jackson, that's a little early for me in the Superflex. Yeah. Mahomes is going to Is Lamar Jackson your number one wide or number one Mahomes is my one quarter. Yeah, agreed. And he's gone before Lamar in most right. of the draft time. Right. Now. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with Mahomes. Uh, my options are Mahomes, uh, Michael Thomas. I'm not sold on Kamara. Um, I feel like he was a running back whenever... Uh, Latin Mace Murray was there? Whenever. <laughs> I don't know what he said. He said, he said Latin Mace Murray. Because he sucks. No. Because he sucks. He was better two years ago with uh, Mark Ingram, but now I just don't feel it. Um, so for my top pick, I put Patrick Mahomes. All right, I'm reserving the draft. Go ahead and take your bait. Drafted. That means in the first four. Wow! In fact, in the first five, three quarterbacks goes. Deshaun Watson goes at the five. So it's Lamar, Mahomes, and Watson. See, this just seems stupid to me to have Kamara Elliott all there. That There's a problem. Look, I'm drafting at the seven. I'm happy that I've got some stud running backs that I can take. Let's see if the doctor's page. He took Zeke at the 106. Uh, Zeke is the right pick to make there at the 106. So at the 107, I'm really looking at Kamara uh, or, or Michael Thomas, to be honest. There's no other guys I'm even considering here. But for me, I've always been a drafter running backs early. I'm going to take Alvin Kamara because I think this might be a season for him. I don't think so. Let's be honest about that. Yeah, and he's going to get a... Oh, Jesus Christ. Did I get him? I did. Okay. <laughs> Barely. That means Bullfrog Lock. Let's see what he's going to do. Mike Thomas, obvious choice next. Three wideouts. Devontae Adams. Who's a little high, I think, for Devontae Adams at the 110. I, I, don't like the, I don't like the Michael Thomas back here, and here's why. He has the stats last time. The fact that he's probably just not going to repeat. You guys, we, we talked about the stat earlier today that he's never number one wide receiver. Always just Mr. Consistency. But there's no way he's going to go for that many receptions. We're getting 179. Here's the thing, though. Two, year, two years ago, after the season ended in 2018, I was all over the place. No way this guy could repeat his catch percentage at 80%. Guess what? He fucking bettered it this last season. The bottom line is Drew is incredibly accurate. Bill Thomas's catch radius is unfucking touchable. He catches every ball. He doesn't need a record number of targets to make a record number of targets. That's kind of... It seems to be who he is. No. Would you have taken Hopkins over Thomas? I don't think I would have taken three wide receivers. There's too many running backs on the board. I, I think, think the T. Adams might have been a stretch yeah. there. That's too high of a pick for Adams. Um, so what do you think? Well, I'm going to go with the 
best running back just in terms of pure points last year. Pure points when he played, I think he had, I think he had over nine games of over 20-plus points, and that is the or Delvin Cook, if you're on the draft. Let me resume the draft for you, and then you can go ahead and get that. Delvin Cook's a pick at 111 there. Wilson, Chris Godwin go after you at the app turn. Again, a little high Godwin, but his stock has been rising in ADP um, steadily since Tom Brady. So this is not a dynasty league, right? This is just a pure year. So to me, I think I'm, I'm... Best nine, right? Just best nine players. Here, here's crazy. Is it, is it crazy to take two running backs in the same division? Because Aaron Jones is flirty. With this pick right here, just I mean, he finished number two last year, folks. All 17 touchdowns. But I think 41% of his points came from touchdowns last year. Do you think yeah. that's repeatable when AJ Dillon drafted to this team in the second round? No, no, no. I, I, I don't. Here's the question. If if he's not going to finish two, do you think he's going to finish number six, number seven, number eight? And is that good enough in the, as your number two running back? It, well, being number two running back is one thing. But you're the two, two here. And there's some guys... To me, if I'm drafting here, I pick ahead of Aaron Jones because I think should he lose a third of his touchdown numbers, he goes from 2 to 12 quickly. Yep. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, who's your pick? I'm not saying Aaron Jones. saying that he's something I would consider. The other one here is Derrick Henry. He's another one that's worth considering. Because in my mind, we just talked about pure volume. Derrick Henry is going to get tons of volume. Oh. Oh. Um... Other person, I mean, wide receivers don't like enough here. Quarterbacks, maybe, but I'm going Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a pick. Uh, not a bad I will say that people have been hating on Derrick Henry. Like, Derrick Henry's going to the third round all over. I don't get it. Wolf, uh, Bullfrog and I earlier in the season took Derrick Henry at the 111 as our first running back off the board, and we got so much shit for doing that. I don't What did he do wrong? He's been a fucking stud. Because he, he does exceptions, there's a lot that he doesn't do. It doesn't, yeah. it, you know, over the past 18 games, it doesn't yeah. fucking But matter. he hasn't hurt yet. Is this the year that he could get hurt? Well, maybe he just doesn't. If I, yeah. if I, if I draft afraid of people getting hurt, you I can't get hurt. Right, right. But maybe that's what everybody's thinking. It's like, oh, you know, he hasn't gotten hurt yet. You know, yes. he's gotten to work the last, what, two, three years for sure? Yeah. So, I mean, for at least a year and a half. Yeah, he's about, uh, he could be about to break. So let me talk about it here after Derrick Henry, Chubb, um, who again I think is a guy that even even though Kareem Hunt's there, I would take Nick Chubb over Aaron Jones. So that's one of the guys that I see. Would I would not because the fact that Aaron Chubb or Aaron Jones has no one behind him that's even close to the same caliber that Nick Chubb has a legitimate number one running back behind I him. Love, I do love Hunt. You're not wrong about that. Talent wise, you cannot say anything bad about Kareem Hunt. Chubb is so explosive. I know yeah. Aaron Jones is also explosive. There's some guys. I just, it just seems like Chubb does it more. Just, just, Chubb just seems to take the ball a little bit more consistently, I think. Do it. I will make that bet. Or Nikki Chubb? I will make that bet gladly. It's Half PPR. Let's. I just beat you to it. Sorry. You always beat me to it. Alright, so after Chubb goes Julio Jones. Who, not a dynasty, I would take him there all day as the fifth wide receiver. Dak Prescott, now I will say that I think Dak, after Prescott this year, comes a pretty clear tier break. For me, in fact, I put Deshaunson in tier two after Dak Prescott. I was considering Dak there, I liked Dak at that position. Although I'm looking at wide receiver here, I've got Tyreek Hill available. Mike Evans, who I don't like because I don't think this is trending his way. Leonard Fournette, who got so much fucking volume on that team. Percentage total teams offensive work-wise, maybe not as many totals, but the percentage of that offense that ran through him last year was insane. 
Or I can go, I can kind of pivot here and go off of my typical and take somebody like a Kyler Murray who, you know last much I loved Kyler Murray. They yeah. only improved the offense this year for Kyler. Already five quarterbacks gone off this list in a super flex. I think I'm going to zig off of my typical strategy and I'm going to take Kyler Murray here and lock up my quarterback one in a guy that I think is going to score a lot of fucking points this season. I find it interesting that you and Franny both go take a quarterback here. Would yeah. both of you claim that it's an, it's an overvalued position? Well, let's be about this. This is a big round draft your starters. If I was, if this is a regular draft, even in reflexes, I'm waiting till seven, round eight to take them. But that's not what this is. We're taking nine players, best nine. I want that guy. So after he goes, and, and you're right, and normally, like, I wouldn't do that. That's not something that... Yeah, but here's the point. Is it doesn't matter if it's nine rounds or 12 rounds or 13 rounds. When do you feel the second round becomes your a priority to go quarterback? Here's how, I, here's how I see the quarterbacks this year. Jamar, if Jamar Holmes and, and, and Lamar are the tier one for me. Tier two is Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Murray. And I think Deshaun Watson is going to off this year. And I think there's a big gap for me between my tier two and my tier three. So, so to me, the value of Kyler Murray, the last night tier two, is significantly different than the value difference between somebody I get here like a Leonard Fournette and that I can get on the next round. I think I can get I can get plenty of at three seven um, at running back where I'm not losing all that much. But the difference between a Kyler and the next quarterback, which is Aaron Rodgers on this board, but probably more likely. Yeah, I just think you're... you're Rodgers and Wentz are the next yeah, two. Like, to me, the between Kyler Murray and Carson Wentz is much bigger than the difference between Leonard Fournette like, and Josh Jacobs or Miller. Murray has the weapons that are established. You know, Wentz has a new receiving core. So what are they going to do? They're not going to yeah. do shit for, what, the first year? Yeah. So, so, so to your point, like, I don't take quarterbacks usually, but the huge drop-off, I think, it, from my Tier 2 to my Tier 3 makes it so that if I don't take him... Like, I don't think I'm losing the value I would be losing if I did quarterback here. Does that make sense? You know, so it's really I, I, I don't think it addresses the question of also now you value the idea of taking a quarterback in the second round, which you did, and I will never draft a quarterback above In round a nine-round take-your-best super flex, I'm taking a quarterback. Just think about it. Go, hey, look, look. If I pick one draft, how many times? If I pick a draft strategy and I refuse to move from it, I'm fucking my own team. The yeah. way that this fell, I couldn't take you my You've got to be watering. You've got to time. you got to be watering. I'm willing to fucking move off of the strategy. All right. Wait, Can um, I tell you who's not water? Is fucking Maddie Ice Coffee, known as the fucking good doctor? Joe Mixon. You knew he'd take Joe Mixon. You knew he'd take Mixon. He and the Wiz took back running back your boats right after that. Wolfpack, you're on the clock. Tell us what you're thinking. Um, I'm probably going to go with Tyree Kill. I mean, the next three, four people are... Aaron Rodgers got Pat Mahomes, so I can wait on a QB. Um, Fournette, I, don't, I just don't see if Fournette's going to be able to do what he did last year. I mean, he had a good year, but, I mean, is he going to show up or no? Because, I mean, what, two years ago, he decided, oh, I'm not going to play this year, kind of, or half-ass it. Yeah. Maybe he's going to do that this year because he doesn't want to be there. He wants trade. Uh, the next guy is DJ Moore. I mean, he's the number one at Carolina, but can we trust? Carolina. He's Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. Can we trust Bridgewater to do it? I mean, he did it in months for, for five <laughs> games. Yeah. Right. Keep in mind, much better offense for him. And, you know, I'm picking at 209 right now, and I have the next pick at 304. I mean, 
we're gonna go running backs there. And you might as well go ahead and get the top wide out that's available there, I feel like. Yeah. And you know, just draft Hill. And I think I, I think sort of like my quarterback situation, when Tyreek Hill, the drop off to the next guy, at least in a ceiling situation, is bigger than what you're gonna get if you drop off from like a, a Leonard Fernand Jacob team down the for it. So I, I like that pick. Uh, especially the fact that you're you're fucking Pairing up with Patrick Mahomes. Right, because I mean, come on, Hill, that's a stat, right? That's that is these. Hill stat. is his number one go-to guy. Seam route. The problem I have with Hill though is Hill is not a consistent. Uh, unlike Michael Thomas, take him. Good job. No, not that was not a good job. Ooh, he's not consistent. Antonio Brown. So yeah, well, that's sleeper for you, but. Uh, Kenny Galladay goes next. Antonio Brown is ignore that. Aaron Rodgers is two twelve. He's going to be the seventh quarterback off the board there. Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs. We talk about those two running backs. Go one two in round three, which might have both back. Reconsidering what he did, not taking a running back there. Maybe not. I don't know. DJ Moore, the guy you talked about, is gone. Uh, where are you going to go next? You got a quarterback, got a wide receiver. You yeah. got that stack. Like like you said, uh, Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs being board kind of messed up with me. I mean. I just don't feel like the, the, the next top rated running back is Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's sharing the backfield. He's not sharing the backfield. I mean, they're calling it one-two, but I mean, I still don't see Gordon. That's a crock of shit. I just, I don't see Gordon being that great this year. Let me, earlier today, during our shower, I quoted this stat to you. I said, Melvin had less than 50% of his team's snaps and less than 50% of his team's rushing attempts. Yeah. And he still finished in the top 24. Going into Denver, as long as he stays healthy, I see Ben Gordon taking more than more like 60% team snaps and probably 65% of his team's rushing attempts. I think Melvin Gordon is due for a big season. I know we haven't, we've talked about him a few times, but the more I think about it and the more I look at this, I will not be surprised. If Melvin Gordon finishes top ten, top eight, maybe no, without a doubt, I, I, I agree with you on that statement. I, I think I think he will finish top ten. But having Melvin Gordon, at least for our dynasty team, is I think you are playing with you're letting this guy skate at ice. Playing it's getting warmer, yeah. and I agree with you the fact that he will be good this year. Twenty eight. Yeah, it is. And Sherbert's going to be there. They're going to have a good offense. They're going to they're going to figure out that. Twenty seven. Yeah. Um, I just noticed a team that there, there, there's a point where the running back value is just going to fall off the board. It's going to happen sooner. We'll trade him in the next couple of years, but this might be a beat. I'm sorry to cut you off. So, I mean, I was thinking, you know, not doing Melvin Gordon. I mean, not doing – I, I kind of like Aaron Jones, but, I mean, do I like him that much? Um, I was just looking at the wideouts. It's Cortland Sutton, Amari Cooper. I'm not feeling those two there. Um, I could go tight end, but tight end I feel like is a stretch right now. So, you know, I'm probably going to go with Melvin Gordon, even though I don't really... Over Aaron Jones, I would recommend that. I, I don't know. I just... Let me... I, I just feel Aaron Jones is not going to do what he did last year. Let me resume the draft. Wiz, do you want to make that bet with me as well? Because I'll take Melvin Gordon over Aaron Jones this season. No. Yo, okay. Um, right, the doctor's up. After your Melvin Gordon pick goes Carson Wentz, which... To me, I take Carson Wentz over Aaron Rodgers right now because I saw what happened with Matt LaFleur in the Reds last season, and I said LaFleur does let Rodgers fall in the red zone, and that's a problem for me. That's where he did a lot of his big work. I think Wentz, even though a quarterback was drafted there, has a shot. Now, the doctor who started this draft, running back, running back, makes it, goes ahead and takes mm. the first tight end off the board, Travis Kelsey. Now, this is a one-year deal. 
34-year-old or whatever he is, Travis Kelsey will finish the tight end. He's not wrong about in a one-year deal, not terrible. But that seems fucking high. Am I wrong about that being high, Wiz? That seems well, here's a question though. This is where he might not be not be wrong, is that his top wide receivers, I mean you're flirting with the guys that are Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, and Adam Thielen, Shark. You're not the problem you're on the wide receiver side is he's, there's there's no clear cut one that's worth draft. A lot of wide receivers, and he's got his starting two right. Okay, let's go to the quarterback. But there are two flex spots here. Let's go to the quarterback side. Mayfield, Newton, and to be the same thing, so he might actually be ahead of the curve. Okay, the, the only pure position that is really leaps and bounds above everyone else is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I see that because again, not a big dip between the first best mm-hmm. running back of their wide receiver available and the sixth best, where he's going to have a crack. Correct. So that might be a good little pick for him. Um, I go up here. I've got Alvin Kamara. I've got Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm looking at the draft here, who's available. Obviously, Wiz's love for Aaron Jones has come out, but I do believe in Aaron Jones this year. I will not be drafting him. You're going for it. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what's happening. Um, if I'm looking at running backs here, it really stands out near the top of the list to me. Maybe a Here's the problem. This froggy right now is fucking licking his chops, Aaron Jones. I know you guys are in love. Don't do you hate him? He, but he should be a shit. He'd be a pig ass shit to get him. He can have him. Look, like the only running back near the top of the list right here is Miles Sanders, and I am a little bit concerned oh, about how that's going to go. If I look at wide receivers, you know, you got Cortland Sutton near the top, which Jerry Judy was there. You know my KJ hatred for fucking Cooper. Cooper Cup is there, but again, Maybe not a ton of value. Do I like any of the court to take him here? Baker can. This is a position where I don't like. Look, to be quite honest with you, if I agree, I'm trading back for this position. I don't have the opportunity. So you say this is good because I I agree. This is where you're trading back, and I I might trade back. I would find somebody that wants Aaron Jones, and I would trade back to get. Uh, a late third and another fourth or another fifth, so I can have a couple of picks in those middle rounds. And we talked about the middle rounds winning you in your, your draft. Uh, and I did, I, you know what? I just finished a super flex startup draft. I traded away my first and second pick, but by pick nine, by the ninth, end of the night, by the 901, I had eight players on my roster, my entire starting lineup. And I think I'm going to win. Like, looking at my, I can't imagine I'm not going to win that league because I took so many fourth through seventh round players that I can pick of anybody in the lineup. You build so much depth. So good. Yes. Um, but I can't trade back. That's not what we're doing here. So I'm going to make. Oh, I'm going to make a pick here. And guys, look. Wiz, your. Uh, your, your, your love for Travis Kelsey picks have. Talked me into it. I'm gonna get up. your boy. I don't believe in taking a quarterback early, and I certainly don't believe in taking a tight end early. But there's not a lot at the top of anywhere else. I think Kittle's Kittle's uh, the drop off from Kittle to the next best is bigger than drop off from any of those running backs or wide receivers. I'm taking Kittle, and you know what? Let the doctor feel like he started them because he did. Good on. The bullfrog comes up. Big See, I, I think he I think he correctly evaluated the field. Oh, he did it. He said, uh, he's Aaron Jones and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, who look, you know, I, I, I was talking to some Atlanta boys today. They told me, I uh, questioned the Falcons offensive line. They said, 
early last season in 2019, uh, they drafted a couple of linemen. They picked yeah. up one lineman in the offseason. All of them got hurt. Everybody has to be back, and this offensive line to be better. Maybe Matt Ryan's a good pick there. Cortland Sutton goes next. Cam Newton, by the way, sleepers uh, fucking ranking shit. I mean, Cam Newton goes to the quarterback nine. Let, let's, I mean, let's talk about Froggy's pick here for a second. Froggy's pick of Matt Ryan. There's a lot of quarterbacks on the field. I'm not even calling Matt Ryan sit there and say he's hands down better than the rest of these it's guys. It's a bad pick. I would rather have a reason over Matt Ryan than picking an old quarterback. Look, right now, Rob has picked Michael Thomas, Dak Prescott, Ryan. We are eating where Matt did super flex once more, and Bullfrog took quarterbacks and he got happy quarterbacks in the first three yeah. rounds. And he ended up trading away, didn't like the rest of his team. I hate that. I yeah. hate taking two quarterbacks. Well, quarterbacks get you more points. That is a garbage. Yes, quarterbacks get you more points, but you know what? Quarterback 14 gets you as many quarter points as quarterback 9. Quarterback 16 is damn close. The, 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 the problem is that those, those top three quarterbacks are giving you so many more points per week. Four, yes. And then when you go down to that, to that 6, 7, 8, 9, right. aren't far different from 14. Correct. So, um, we, we go rubber to the road here, Miz. You've got two running backs. You've been sucking Aaron Jones' dick. All night. He is on the board. Do you take your first flex spot and fill it with Aaron Jones, your boy? Yeah, let's talk about this for a second here. I, I okay, so when, 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 after starts this run with Travis Kelsey, we, we talked about the quarterback position, we talked about the, the running back, and the wide receivers. Um, I will be flat out, you guys. I was hoping that, that Kittle falls to me. <laughs> this, okay? <laughs> you were, buddy. Um, I did because I, I thought Froggy couldn't do anything but take Aaron Jones. I said, okay, I, we just talked about positions, the same fucking thing. I, I would go kill if it comes to me. Because that's the case, I absolutely will go Aaron Jones because he's the best player on the field. It doesn't matter to me. Um, he's, the, the fact, I can't see him falling to 50% of his touchdowns. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to go over 10. Um, give him to me. He's the best running back on the team. He still has Aaron Rodgers, who's the... I, in my opinion, the best quarterback I've probably seen play the game. Um, Peyton Manning and him are probably number one, number two, somewhere in the game. Yes, I realize there's some goat lovers for Tom Brady, fucking faggots. Um, but yes, I will take Aaron Jones. Give him to me. Look, so the, the interesting part here is we're only drafting our nine players. Okay, We're only drafting our starting roster. And out of the 12 teams, you're the only, you're the only one that went running back, running back, running back. Wiz, I, I don't know if Wolfpack is listening there, forever. There is one team also that then went three wide outs. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know if you've listened forever, but Wiz is a guy that ascribes to, look, throw all preconceived strategies out the window, take the best player available. Here at the point, it's worked out that there's three running back row, and if Aaron Jones does do anything nearly next year, you've got Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, yeah. all three guys finishing in the top ten this season. That could that could be a powerhouse, even in a situation where you were only starting two running backs. But you have flex spots, man. If, if Aaron Jones is your flex player every week and he performs to even the top team at his position, well, that's, that's not... The nice. only one you're talking about that, that should be fall out of the top ten right now is Aaron Jones. Yes. The other two aren't. There's no way in way, fucking way it should happen. Um, so, so, so let me ask you this. Through three, you've obviously sacrificed some of the quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks gone. Um, you sacrificed some of that top end wide receiver uh, talent. Do you regret any of your picks here? 
totally comfortable with three top-end running backs? That's an interesting question. This is what I would tell you is, I told you I didn't want to pick in this spot. I hate fucking picking at the end of the draft. It's a shitty spot to pick. And if you're picking at the end of the draft, let's take a shot and tell us about it. <coughs> yeah, that bird's up. Oh, man. Bird's Old Cam got the best of me there, folks. Um, what I would tell you is this. I would prefer to be near where Wolfpack's picking because I think you can start the trade here. Or I, I, I am all about just taking the best player that's there. I cannot imagine I would take three guys off the board like that. Um, I don't regret my picks because the fact of the matter is Dockers started to run with tight ends. Fucking Wolfpack started to... I mean, he, he backed up the runs and just kept it going, Max. Um, and honestly, the wide receiver position, to me, what did we learn from last year? There's so many fucking wide receivers that do the same thing. There, there was Michael Thomas, and there was there were fucking 15 wide receivers. To me, you can fill your roster with depth on these receivers. Don't fucking reach for these guys. All right, so, so Frog asks the question. Or I guess the good doctor asks the question. Are you, you've got one flex spot left. Taking another running back to make it four in a row. That's a that is a good question. That's what I would tell you. Is, is this is the running backs left? Okay, you have Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Le'Veon Bell, Carryon, Jay Montgomery, Connor, Singletary. Um, the answer is no. They're, 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 none of these jump off the charts like the others do. Carson might be the one. We just talked about volume, right? Pure volume right. and what that does. Uh, this is the problem I have with Miles Sanders. He's not going to get. Yeah, well, they, 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 they got Michael Moore in the same. Anyone in this room confidence that Sanders is going to get close to that? I think Sanders ends up probably, if best case scenario, he gets maybe 200 touches, which is not great. It's not that, that it, it, I think he's a talented running back. It's yeah. not that, that's not the question. I'm concerned he's and not they, going to get the, And the issue is, like, do you draft Michael Warren? They didn't draft him. They picked, was it Michael Warren? Yes. They picked up Michael Warren after the fact. Didn't they get another small little fat running back? No. Michael Warren they picked up after the draft was over. But the fact the fact is this. Michael Warren is a goddamn bruiser. You pick him because you know you want somebody to run the ball on the goal line. Michael Warren make the roster. I don't think they'll have a problem doing it because I don't think Michael Warren's a good running back. You can give Miles Sanders goal and stuff goodbye. So even if he gets 208 touches... He's I not going to be those. He's going to. He's going to. The only running back that I think flirts with this is Carson a little bit. He's going to get the touches because there's coming down right there. Rashad Penny will start on the PUP. In DJ, right. DJ Dale's is a fucking trash barrel running back coming out of Miami. For that reason, folks, the, to me, it's a quarterback. Quarterbacks are Mayfield, Allen, Drew, Garoppolo, Winston, Dan. I mean, there's just so many in the same quarterback. I, I can't see myself taking that. Go to wide receiver position. There, there is an outside of the Mia for a little bit. Tight end does two. At, it's Ertz, Andrews, and Hooper. But Andrews does, I find to be intriguing. But I'm going to go wide receiver because I want consistency. Give me Cooper Cup because that's what he does on a year basis. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, Mia's. Three backs there. Um, the ceiling on those three backs is so high. I think taking a Cooper Cup, whose yeah. floor is also high. high. His ceiling may be a little bit, but his floor is so working. This I think that's a perfect compliment to what you got going there. Nice pick there. I will applaud that pick. After you goes Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. So some of those quarterbacks they might have been considering at this spot. We just said it earlier. Right. Josh Allen was the quarterback eight last season. He finished top twelve last year as well as a sixty percent. 
Two, two passes. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah. Worst two passes. Worst completion percentage of any quarterback that started eight games or more at 58% or when he finished top eight, it doesn't matter. Baker Mayfield goes. You guys like Baker Mayfield a little because I think he's interesting with Stefanski there. And we'll talk about this in our upcoming episodes. Can I tell you that I'm doing a I'm doing a startup here. And Baker Mayfield in this startup draft went the quarterback in the middle of second round. So the same thing he did last year. Because and when we got the guy on the like we were doing we were smiling and we got him on on the uh, uh, on the phone there and he said there's so many weapons there he's gonna be amazing how can he not same shit people were so saying last year. So uh, that's the question. So what said, last year? The next thing he said was that he played with me. So like that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I hate Baker. Baker had every every fucking season in the world to succeed last season. We don't hate him because of fucking West. I mean, that whole team sucked mostly because of that coach. Let's, let's assume he's decent. My concerns about Baker Mayfield were watching Baker Mayfield play football. He does not look comfortable in the pocket. He does not look comfortable making throws on the run. His mechanics look like shit. And because of that, he was inaccurate. He was scared to throw the ball to his receivers downfield. Hence, Javar, Jarvis Landry's fucking... Top fucking 15 season, which yeah. shouldn't happen when he's the third receiving threat on the team. So, again, we're going to talk about this pretty soon. I'm, I'm off of Baker. We'll talk about this pretty soon. The one thing that was very. So, so we are better fans. We are, unfortunately. Okay. And it's hard to watch our games and enjoy it because of the fact that not only do you not like a quarterback, the offensive coordinator refuses, refuses to put him in a position to succeed. Yes. Um, this is what I thought was interesting last, last year with Stephon. He put Kirk Cousins in a position to succeed continuously. Yeah. I, I, I think the same thing is going to make him make him. He knows he has an athlete on the field. Let's be clear about this, though. That is the same exact thing everybody made about Freddie Kitchens when he took over. He put Baker in a position to succeed. He was crazy at simplifying the offense to make it easy on Baker, and that did not trade when he took over the team. Sure. So that, that, that to me is the question, is, is I, I, I did not like the fact that everyone took over the team and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you buy into Baker Mayfield. What I do like is Stavonsky did a phenomenal job in the Vikings and just, I mean, you, you, he, he, he rebuilt that offense that was falling apart the year before with John Filippo. He takes it over and does a good job at it. I think that team will be okay and they'll put up again. I can't make the argument. You're right. You could always make the argument on why that Freddie Kitchens is going to be just it's the same Freddie Kitchens argument, I guess, is my point. But I think Baker Mayfield won't be in. I mean, it, it, he was very bad last year. You I, think he can't get any worse. I'm not touching him. He's on my do not fucking draft list. I would draft him. I know it's hard to put a guy in your do not draft list if you're just saying I'm taking the best of Can we talk about our, our, our former uh, member of the league and who he took? Yeah, so after, after Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield goes... Bullfrog is up again. He, Miles Sanders, we just got done talking about, we're concerned about that. He is now Bullfrog's right one on this team. 200 touches. Is that enough? It's probably not enough. I think his ceiling is 225, which might be enough. Not to be the running back one, but if he's your front graphic at running back one, maybe. That's, that, that's the only problem with me. Is, is, as your running back number one, that's not, that's not enough to get you a league. If you're taking him in the fourth round, then it's okay. Yeah. Otherwise, if, he's your, if you're trying to plug him into Phil, a spot doesn't. Yeah. Who, um, who are you taking? So, so I'm up next on the clock. I've got Kamara, Kyler Murray, Jordan. I obviously, need a wide receiver. I don't have one yet. 
when I look at the wide receivers, there's not like a lot of really impressive names on this list. I know there's a love in the league right now for A.J. Brown. I don't share that love. I expect that whole team, uh, that whole team's offense to take something of a step backwards. Uh, like Stephon Diggs, we talked about Josh Allen earlier. He's he's a not a very good passing quarterback. I'm going to take the wide receiver here. I'm going to take a guy that I should not take. I'm a Chicago Bears, as Wiz just said. It's so goddamn hard to watch the Bears. Because I taught you how good he was last year? It is so hard to watch the Bears play football. But the one bright spot on the offense always has been, seems to be, and will be for another two years while he's on the team, Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky. Allen Robinson gets fucking open. And I want a guy yeah. like him. It's not that, but he gets nine targets. He gets a ton of targets. He catches the ball. Yes, because he's open. I think Allen Robinson is going to probably gotten Allen Robinson at the end of the fourth minute, early fifth. He might not have gotten back to me because he's being disrespected ADP wise. But after me goes Adam Thielen and Keenan Allen. Both of those guys have had their struggles. I think. Allen Robinson gives me a little bit more consistency and stability at the position than either of those two guys that comes off after. Adam has missed half of the season two years in a row. Yep. Like you say he's close, but like I don't want my wide receiver one to right. be on my bench. Yeah, accurate argument. The only difference I would say is that Thielen's very similar. He's going to get you ten targets when he's when on the field. On the field. Yes. yes, but I struggle. I do agree with you on Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen shows up and he will get you twenty points, and then he will disappear for half, half, four weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're up. You're up here, Wolfpack. Obviously, Robinson, Thielen, Keenan, Allen go here. You've got Mahomes, Tyreek, nice stack. Melvin Gordon is going to be a stud running back this season. Where do you want to go from here? Got a little bit of everything. So I'm looking at running backs. Uh, you got Carson, Bell, Johnson. Uh, Johnson's not going to get touches because they've got Swift now. Bell, he could be an interesting pick, but I think it's a little too high for right now. Um, I mean, the Jets have kind of restructured their offensive line of uh, Darnold, which they protect Donald, they should be able to push some people around. Yeah. Um, wide receiver is Diggs. I don't think he's going to do as much. And um, like we said, Josh Allen threw fifty-eight percent uh, or fifty-eight percent on his passes. Um, he is a deep threat that Allen can throw to. I just, I mean, they're still a running team. Yeah. Josh Allen still runs the ball. Um, Tyler Lockett is there. Uh, Good. DK Metcalf is taken. Right. Good. Good receiver. Uh, he is one of the top targets for Wilson. But like you said, Metcalf is there now. So I mean, the, the, but Lockett has always performed similar to like honestly, if you have right. if, if to me, if you need a wide receiver, not looking at the ceiling, just looking at the floor, not a bad spot. Right. But but if 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 you also look at the graphs of like what DK Metcalf has done versus Lockett. As the season went on, Metcalf's stock has risen. Rose last year and Lockett fell last year. Yeah. Um, you have to be concerned. You can say the same about AJ Brown. AJ Brown did at the end of the year. It, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. And the tight end, it's Zach Ertz, Andrews, who um, they're around 76, 82, 86. It, it's still too early, I think, to one of those tight ends. Um, I'm going to go running back and get Carson. You know, uh, volume is there. Uh, I know he got injured last year, but he still was a top running back. He was the 
Pretty much the running forward. Okay, yeah. yeah. When Chris Carson plays, he really a running back. Look, I finished top 10. He had 68% of his team snaps. Right. Whether Rashad Penny was injured or not, and Penny's going to That's not a bad pick there. Diggs goes right after you. Mike Sharp, Le'Veon Bell, some of the names. Debo Samuel. Okay, here's a question for you. Samuel goes to Sam and Jerry Judy. And the five, two and five three Debo. See now I think we're reaching it in a, in a, in a you some of this. In this the, is a, in, a, in the fourth round. Allen Robinson goes. Thielen goes. Keenan Allen goes. That's good. Stephon Diggs goes. Tyler Lockett and DJ Shark. Or, yes, DJ Shark all go. Those are you can all make a decent argument. Right. All going in the fourth round. The probably in the fifth round. Tier below now, we go Samuel and Jerry Judy, it's, it's and now we're starting to reach. It's at least a tier below, but the, 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 the nice thing about drafting in a dynasty league, for example, now, after the draft, where the rookies are built in, is this. This is my favorite thing about drafting this way, is that people fucking love the potential yeah. of these rookies, yeah. and they will reach on rookies all day. Uh, in the draft I'm in the middle of now, we're around 17, and I have yet to take a rookie, but I'm finding value everywhere because guys like Allen Robinson, guys like even DJ Sharper, they're just being passed up because everybody expect, everybody wants right. a rookie because who right. knows, they could be the next whatever. How about give me the guy who's shown what they can do? Right. That's, That's what happened. That knows the offense. Oh, so this isn't something new. What happened? Did something happen No, I love the guy that showed me. What are you talking about? Oh, I own a, a, a dynasty league with you, and I feel like that's not you. Let people take rookies, take advantage of their love for the rookies. There's a couple of rookies that I would reach out because I think there's, there, I expect them to be great issues they're in, but for the most part, whatever. All right, Wolfpack, you're back up. You've got your second running back. What do you want to do? So I'm looking at just the rest all, of all players. Um, top four, five is... Breeze, Tyler Boyd, Johnson, Henry, and you got Ridley and Woods. Um, I mean, if I wanted a quarterback, Breeze, of course, that'd be the no. I mean, he, it's just more of he probably won't just like he had in the, in the He did he's, pretty good last year. Too bad, but I mean. Drew Breeze was what, top eight last year? He yeah. finished high as fuck last season. Did <laughs> Michael Thomas never produce like he did last year? No. Because essentially all he threw to. They went out and got some other pieces. Emmanuel Sanders is probably going to be better than Ted Ginn, but it's still the Michael. Um, you know, for running backs, Carrion, David Montgomery, Connor, Singletary, a uh, couple of those I feel like are a, a stretch. Montgomery, I uh, had him last year, uh, was impressive too, and he was a rookie, but he's also a Bears running back and knows what they're going to do week by week. That's true. To be clear, when I said Drew Brees was top eight, I meant per game because he missed however many. Uh, wide receiver, you got Boyd, Ridley, Woods, Hilton. I mean, I feel like Woods and Hilton are kind of a stretch. Um, Hilton, you don't know what he goes. I mean, he's usually hurt. There's now. a lot of wide receivers here. Steve. There, there's, yeah, there's a lot of wide receivers still. Pitt. I still think it's too early to get one of those tight ends. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Drew Brees, though. I, I think Drew Brees is a nice pick there. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't care for that pick there. You don't have to. All right, after you goes Robert Woods, who I think Robert Woods is a, a, a nice selection there in this fit. See, Robert Woods is a guy that I would have over Debo Samuel, Jerry Judy all day, especially with Brandon Cooks out of town. I love, love these Robert Woods. And the doctor Ward here in the fifth round, two running backs, a wide receiver. I need a quarterback in. Is he going to go quarterback here? 
It probably hurt that I took Breeze. <laughs> I don't know. He goes, Kelvin. He goes, Calvin really there? Perhaps he doesn't recognize yeah, Well, hang on. Do, do we not? Is Kelvin really a bad pick? Kelvin really super high ceiling guy. Right. And a super low floor and an injury history. But in the fifth round, if you're going to pair him with an Adam Thielen, then my problem is this. There's a lot of You might have a week where between the yeah. two of them, were 60 points. But you might have four weeks where neither of them are on the feet. Right? Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But, but you're not wrong on the statement that, that, that these guys, when, when they're playing and they're good for those, those 10 weeks, that they're giving you 15, 16 a week. Real good. Like, they're real solid there. So, so, so Bullfrog, who picks right after me, is begging me not to do something. I don't know what it is. I've got one of every position, every back tight end, wide receiver, with that. Well, I'm he's going running back because he doesn't have that, right? He doesn't have a running back here. The running back's going to Miles Sanders. Austin Eckler, baby. That's he's going after. Yeah, you got Kenny Drake, Austin Eckler, Todd Gurley, uh, CEH, David Johnson. I don't know that any of those names are particularly exciting. Austin Eckler is somewhat intriguing to you in the fifth round. Let, let, let's be you know, frank Austin Eckler is not to me because when you told us your stat of the week that said less than 3.3 yards per carry. That was bad. Games, yeah. That, you know what I did believe? I started bringing Joshua Kelly. You wouldn't See, to me, it's, it's, it's Justin Jackson who... Justin Jackson is free. Justin Jackson is not go. I, yep. I finished last week. We finished what a twenty-eight round draft or something. Justin Jackson yeah. didn't get didn't get drafted. Sure, yeah. like he's free. But Joshua Kelly, money that you have to take, and I've been taking him everywhere. Um, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go receiver here. I've got uh, a bunch of positions. I don't love the running back top of the list. There's a couple of guys later on that I think I can deal with. I got Allen Robinson, a guy who I think his floor is really nice and high. I'm gonna take now a guy who's ceiling. Is pretty high. In fact, he's one of the 15 running backs a week that are wide receivers, rather, that finished the week as the wide receiver one last season. Um, for me, I think the best receiver available on the board, ceiling wise, to go with my four receivers, AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah, you were talking dick about him last year. I like that pickup. AJ Brown, there's a lot to do. Not consistency wasn't the same as, well, kind of really was, was, was similar to DK Metcalf at the end of the year. I, I actually liked the pick. I thought it was a good pick. Um, why would you not like this pick? It, I mean, I don't know why you would like this pick. Ceiling's through the roof. Again, I think the offense regresses a little bit, but give me the guy whose ceiling is so goddamn high here. Um, and, and you know what? I, the, the thing I like to say is you want to balance your team. Get guys with high ceilings. Get guys with high floors. They can balance each other out. I think Allen Robinson's floor is high enough. Agreed. I can sustain a few bad A.J. Brown weeks for those weeks where he's going to go off. Uh, I think Alvin Kamara's floor is really high. I think all of the guys that are even Kyler Murray, George Kittle, their floors are high. So the only argument I make here, it's not, not, not against you by, for, for this pick, but the problem I have here, Froggy then goes Gurley. The picks then go Devin Singletary and then carry on Johnson. I like the girly pick. I do too. This season has a big year. Devin Singletary, less high on, you know, we talked about how Miles Sanders, Bullfrog's earlier pick, is going to, Mike Warren, who was an undrafted free agent, could come in and right. take goal line touches. I'll tell you this about Devin Singletary. Zach Moss was drafted in the third, fourth round. He went the goal line touches away from Devin Singletary. No question. At all. In mind about that, and then there's Carry on Johnson, who's dealing with DeAndre Swift. Right, and there are what other six running backs or whatever they got. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. Right, that's a problem. So when it comes to, I like, like I like the girly pickup. If I were running back, it would have been. Girly. 
Yeah, actually, I think the Gurley pick's a good pick. But the problem that I, think I see from my position, right? And I have Delvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, then Cup. Who, I'm stacking right back. But here's the problem that I This run right here of Gurley, Singletary, and Karrion John opens up the field for me to do where I want. Yeah. There, there's a... You're right, I missed out on some tight ends, and I missed out on some quarterbacks, but the, it opens a door and a lot of other things that, that I think are some, uh, of value later here. So where do you, you need tight ends, you need a wide receiver, you don't have any quarterbacks in a super flex yet. There's only one, two, three, you're one of three teams without a quarterback right now. Yeah, so I will, I'm going to be frank, is that I will, I'm going to quarterback here for that same thing you just talked about. It, it, it's still a two-quarterback league, and, and once you take the, 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 the tier off, I think that, you know, the middle tier kind of goes together, and then the rest of these guys should move together, whether they do or they don't, I don't know. Um, but I had this player last year, he, he struggled early, but he was actually a good fantasy player, middle to the late, to the left, end of the year. Um... It's Jimmy Garoppolo, folks, and this is the reason why. I, and I, I say this all the time, we talk about a volume early in the show. When you get a player on a good offense, he's good to put up points. And I buy into that, and that's the reason I'm taking Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo here. He's just going to give you points, and that's what I'm looking for here. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, higher on a quarterback. Yeah. They're now, so those that are paying attention, some some high ADP guys, a lot of hype about these guys. Daniel Jones had a hype. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has a decent amount of high cousins. These are guys you pass on to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, is, it, is it just the floor of Garoppolo? Do you like that they drafted a deep threat like, hey, you can go deeper here? Or, or, or are you just saying, let me, let me have some stability? Uh, not that. It really is the love for Kyle Shanahan's offense. I've said you this love. <laughs> I've said this to you repeatedly. How good are he does as a, as a coach and what he. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a great quarterback. The fact of the matter is that. Shanahan puts him in a position well, that he's going to be points. 20 weeks out of an NFL season, Kyle Shanahan is arguably the best offensive coordinator. It's week 21 that he's not very good at. And we don't play fantasy football. Yeah, we don't. We do have to do not, so it doesn't matter, does it? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Who do you, where are you going after that quarterback selection, sir? Yeah. Uh, David Monday goes after you. Which I think we picked T.Y. Hilton. The only yeah. Wait, 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 wait. A weak pick at the end of the fifth round. Montgomery's volume, you expected to go up for was last year. Last year's volume is king. Oh, I agree with you. But let me tell you a story what happened in 2019. Without Drew Brees, without Ellen Kamara, the Chicago Bears ran the ball seven times. Oh my god, seven yeah. times. The least, the yeah. least... In the history of the franchise, which, by the way, the Chicago Bears is as old a football franchise as any right. other fucking team there is. I, I actually think Dan Campbell's a good running back, and I actually against him in Montgomery by any means. I can't find We will talk about this. Is I actually buy into the offenses more based on the coach than I do on, on just the pure player. And for that reason, I don't like David Montgomery because I'm scared of Ben Nagy committing to the run. I hear you loud and clear that it's not a terrible pick. In this round, and you're not wrong with that. Yeah. All right. So who do you got? T.Y. Hilton also goes at so, a turn behind you. So to me, again, I, I have Cook, Henry Jones, Cooper Cup, Jimmy Garoppolo now. So to me, I'm either going quarterback again, but I, I get a lot of the bullshit here. Just mediocrity. Cousins, Goff, Stamp, Brady. Uh, I could go wide receiver. Just take Gardner Minshew, baby. Not gonna happen. Uh, Dick Boyd, Metcalf. Metcalf. I like Minshew. Do you guys like DK Metcalf here personally? 
You're gonna go Metcalf? I will not. And the reason I'm gonna go is I'm gonna go 10 here. And I'm going to go Andrews. I love the Mark Andrews pick. Get rid of Hayden Hurst, one of the many tight ends that still looks away from his last season. He's a stud and he should go as the three. Bullfrog wastes no time. Tyler Boyd goes after you. James Conn. Bullfrog wastes no time at thinking his third in a row running back. That's Kenyon Drake. Who I, who, who I think got his benefit here. For some guy who drafted wide receiver, quarterback, quarterback, and I think his Matt Ryan picking the third round sucks. But Miles Sanders in the fourth. But Gurley and Kenyon Drake in the fifth and sixth are solid. Solid selections there. That's a solid selection. So some of his picks have been really good. Look, I'm going to go running back here as well. I've got two receivers in AJ Brown, Allen Robinson. I've got a tight end, Kyler Murray and uh, Alvin Kamara as well. I'm going to shore up that last running back position. Here's a guy, and I don't think it's going to come as a surprise to you, Wiz, when I say it. Here's a guy who I think is being wildly undervalued. Look, he changed teams this season. He's on a team that has, ever since this coach came in and took over, has had a top 20 running back, even though the list of names are trash fucking barrel names. David Jackson. He's a running back on his team who has proven that he can do it. David Johnson, new life in Houston. He's David Johnson is going to be a stud this year. Plus, H of all, which takes it away from Duke Johnson. I'm not oh. sure his stud's a good way, but, but I don't see a way he doesn't finish top 15. So just the same, we're six on here. This yeah. is not the guy whose value is being depreciated. Even last season, he finished fine. Top 15 running back last season. Sure, it was on only three or four weeks, but uh, he goes into he goes into one of the best positions for a running back in the league, I think, because Bill O'Brien is not a great GM. He's a terrible GM. But he's not a great coach. Great, great coach. Not a super great coach. But he knows how to put together a team that benefits a running back. And when yeah. you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins, that's more opportunity. I don't know. He, he knows the other how to put points. I don't know what's going to, to, to win games, but he puts up points. Points. Points and yards. I think David Johnson is a steal at the 6-6. I'd have him over Kenyon Drake, over James Conner, over David fucking Montgomery, over Devin Singletary. All day, all those guys went before him here. I would I, I, I would take this. I wouldn't take him over... Gurley? No. Gurley, no. And Kenyon Drake's interesting. There's a discussion we had. I think... Doctor and the next absolute picks goes Clyde Edwards Hilaire, which I've told you before is a terrible pick. I do not like that. Is it Hilaire? You're buying into something that but, may or may not be realistic. But Clyde Edwards Hilaire as your third running back behind Mixon and Zeke, he's a he's a flex guy there. Don't hate it. It might be a few weeks before you can really rely on that. But I don't hate. Here's the is is not we're the best. We're, we're the at the back end of the sixth round. Sure, but I agree with you. But here's the fact of the matter: if I have the ability to take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. DK Metcalf? Who the fuck you take? Yeah, you know what? I'd take DK Metcalf. Of course you would, because he's a fucking. Especially because Adam Thielen and Calvin both share the same injury history. Right. Yeah. Clyde Hilaire is good, yes, and he there, there, there's some capacity there. Uh, but I don't he's not gonna be the number one running back for the first four weeks. That that's not happened. And I have a hard believing you saw guys like Till disappear for weeks. How is Clyde Edwards Hilaire going to show up and just in, in be, give you a fucking a good floor? I mean, if he if, if he does take over and he's Kareem Hunt, and look, yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that Andy Reid has only ever taken two running backs as high as as high as took Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and both of those running backs are Hall of Famers now. So 
Maybe he knows what he's doing. Maybe he I saw something. I don't know. DK Metcalf is that wolf back. Back on the board. Two quarterbacks yeah. on your team. Tyreek Hill and two running backs already. Are you going wide receiver here to finish out that wide receiver? Um, I was originally going to get DK Metcalf until he went off the board. Ah, there. tough. That's tough. Um, been a good pick. Right now, I am torn between... I don't want to draft a rookie because, I mean, they're at least a year away. Calf showed it last year that the back half, he learned more and was able to produce more. Sure. Um, I, I'm torn between Gallup or Ertz. And it's more of, I mean, it's going to get a lot of attention because I mean, is the Eagles offensive line that secure that Wentz is going to have time to throw the ball and he's going to be, you know, I got to throw it to someone before I get hurt or attacked. So... There's the tight end of Hurts. Um, essentially, those are the two I'm looking at right now is either Gallup or Ertz. Um, I'm going to go with Ertz on this one. Okay. i got, I got to have a tight end. Haven't picked one yet. And you know what? Ertz, this late, like it, it, it's rare that you see Ertz go right. this late. Maybe you're a fan like the Wizards of Goddard coming in and taking Ertz looks away. He's still the one on the team. Behind you goes Mark Ingram. Who was a stud last year, but his Justin Jefferson goes. His seeming replacement was drafted in J.K. Dobbins. Justin Jefferson is one of the rookies where I would take fire on him because his position, he becomes to me the Minnesota wide receiver's Viking, uh, Vikings wide receiver one before the end of this season and stays that way for years to come. I think he's better than Diggs is at what Diggs was good at. Correct. Agree with you on that. Austin Eckler on board here. Great value at 612. Jameis. Whatever. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Philip Lee, tough at 7 2. But here's Michael Gallup. Uh, you know what? Wolfpack, yeah. if you're watching this, you're hoping he gets back to you because you just right. talked about him. It would have been a great pick. The pick before you. Right. Um, I mean, you it was do a, need a receiver. Are you going? Are you going right here to finish out that starting roster? I, I was sitting here, uh, either running back or wide receiver. If I go running back, I've got it between Mac or I go Sean Fawn. Um, Hunt is there. I, he, he's no. I mean, he's going to get your goal line pretty much, like you mentioned. Yes, probably the past. Right. Uh, Geis, what? Torn. How many ACLs in that many years? I mean, right. So I don't feel like he's going to be a good pick there. Uh, wide receiver, you've got Bigger, you got Landry, Cooks, Harry. I mean, I. Oh. Yeah, stop listening and pull the goddamn trigger. Right. Oh, um, I'm deep in the shot. I'm probably going to go with uh, Rieger on this one. Oh. Jalen Riggs. So, so I said Justin Jefferson. I love his position. The only position that could be argued as a better position than Justin Jefferson going into this draft is the Rager in Philadelphia. Right. So like if you're taking, if you're taking a, a, a rookie wide receiver, oh. that's not terrible there. He's going to be the next Deshaun ja- Jackson. I mean, he's going to be your yeah. so. Jarvis Landry goes after you, and to be honest, I'd rather have Rager than, than Landry, even though he finished his highest. And the doctor, apparently his wife is standing over his shoulder. He took Tom Brady at the 7 at 6. That's his first Not, 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 not a bad pick, though. Yes, yeah, that is a decent value. We'll, I mean, we'll see what Brady can do. He was fine last year, but not super exciting last year. Um, to be honest, I was looking quarterback myself. Came up. I'm up on the board now. I've got Tyler Murray. I'd like to get another quarterback. I've already running backs, two receivers. I got my tight end. I need a super and two flex spots uh, coming up. 
for the last three rounds here, and uh, I was looking at some quarterbacks. Was I thinking about Tom Brady? Probably not. Look, I am, uh, at this point in the draft, in the, in the mid-seventh round, we have, what, fucking four, seven, ten, twelve, four, so sixteen quarterbacks already off the board. I saw a lot out of a quarterback last season who was young, um, came in and did some fucking work, comes into a team where, you know, he, he didn't have a lot of wide receiver options last year, but he still put up some good numbers. Super accurate young back. I'm going to take Daniel Jones of the New York Giants here because he looked good last year. I think this is an offense that just gets better and better. That offensive line, you know, in 2000, 2000 was it 18? First half of that year was the worst offensive line you've ever seen. Right. About halfway through that season, they started getting better, and they've gotten better literally every week since. If my quarterback two in the sixth, seventh round is Daniel Jones, uh, I'm jacked about that. I've got two. I think it's not a bad pick. I like Daniel Jones. The only concern I have here is now he's doing a new, a, a new system, new coach. That's my. Yeah. And you know what, Daniel Jones can run the ball. He does things. That's the nice thing about you. You may remember if you're a longtime listener. The preseason last year, when Daniel Jones got his first start, I think we were watching the fucking B in his first preseason start, and he was making throws that other yeah. rookies that were drafted ahead of him were not making. He is impressive with his accuracy, and, and, his, and his arm is deep, feel his balls as, as a quarterback, I think were impressive. And, this, and he has good footwork. Decent, decent enough to, to, to me, I, To me, I, here, here, I think it's a no-brainer. Terry McLaurin goes right after, which if I'm drafting a receiver, I love Terry McLaurin there. Not bad. Jared Goff, Marlon Mack, finally. I, I gotta be honest, if Terry McLaurin makes a terrible pick. Wow. Not a bad pick. Wow. Why, why, why would you take Terry McLaurin, who, who, who the fuck is throwing him the ball? Let's answer that question right now. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. You do. You talk about it, and I'll tell you what. When you're really a Brandon Cooks? How about this? Uh, Will Fuller? AJ Green? Marquise Brown? Are you are you literally telling me that Terry McLaurin is going to have a higher ceiling than, than those guys? I don't know. I'm going to tell you what Terry McLaurin. Did Terry McLaurin play with Dwayne Haskins last season? Yes! Of course, but I mean, wasn't McLaurin. Terry McLaurin missed some time. Yes. Well, I, I'm looking up. You talk what? to me about the guy you're looking at right now. Well, I I have to go wide receiver here. I only have one of them. Um, the quarterback position is interesting. I could go quarterback here. Um, Sam Darnold, Kirk Cousins, Stafford's here, Rivers, Gardner, Mitchu, Drew Locke, Eric Carr is very easy here to me because oh. of what that is. Two is here. Attracted so many receivers. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go wide receiver here. I'm going to take two wide receivers back to back. I think from what I can tell here, what this is going to look like. Um, I'm going to reach on a guy because I think that it's only going to be upside for him. He did so bad last year. And, and, and I think I'm going to see it, um, and my options coming back to me. You know what? I'm going to go back up. I'm going to go back up to the top. I think Brandon Cooks with a ceiling or A.J. Green. Cooper Cup, you got the floor. Hmm. I think about this for a second here. Quarterback. All right, I'll pause you again. I'm gonna look up my. I got a stat. I'm positive. I can take quarterback. I'm gonna take quarterback actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch. Yeah. There's too many options at wide receiver. Um, I'm gonna pair myself here with Kirk because I believe in Justin Jefferson and I believe I'm gonna pair myself with the same two quarterbacks I had last year, which were decent enough. I just another. 
Um, so you're giving Kirk Cousins because of Justin. Wow. Cousins goes, uh, you know what, 7-Eleven, not a bad deal. Sam Darnold goes after, Austin Hooper goes after that. You're back up on the clock, sir. So to me, I have to wide receivers here, okay? So he cooks, it's Nikhil Harry, who I don't like here. Will Fuller, um, A.J. Green, Mims, Brown, and that's Marquise Brown, Michael Pippen Jr., who I like a lot. T. Higgins I also like. Julian Edelman, who's, hey, here's an interesting fact to you guys. Beckham has not been drafted. Appropriate. I hate him. Can I can I just stop you for a second? Sure. Um, yes, Terry McLaurin suffered with Dwayne Haskins in the lineup. Where was he drafted in our in our little draft here? Uh, seven eight. So his he played eight games with Terry McLaurin with Dwayne Haskins. Eight games. Yes, a starting quarterback. Okay. In those eight games, he was on a season pace for one thousand yards, four touchdowns, which isn't a ton. Especially for that's not bad. When you go a thousand yards, you're drafted him in the seventh round. I don't think that's a terrible, terrible pick. You have to imagine does improves at least a little bit this season. If you go a thousand yards and in the seventh round, you're taking a receiver. You think I don't mind that pick? It's the fact of the matter of you have the ability to take guys. Yeah. How about this? Tim Cooks, who you can argue is is the same thing. He's going to be on the field half the time. Except Brandon Cooks. The place for a better offense than Terry Corn. Yeah, you're right. New offense. I have a heart. Marquise Brown plays for better offense than him. How can you, how how do you value how do you value Scary Terry over these guys that play offense? That that that's really the fundamental it's, question I have. It's it's tough. There are wide there are positions on the Washington Redskins. You know what? I've wanted to in rookie drafts taken Antonio Goldie, Gandy Golden a couple of times, but he's a Redskin, so I passed on him because that offense is so bad. And Haskins is a quarterback. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. I'm reaching down the hill here, folks. Guy, go get your guy. I'm going to get him. Wide receiver here, Pittsburgh Steelers. Juju, I think Juju with the eight-two is probably one of the best picks of this entire draft. With that, maybe. Hey, we're taking one. We don't expect you to take a look at this. For sure, please. Um, Brandon Cooks goes after that. Nikhil Harry goes after that. There he goes at the 8-5. Probably just as good a value as Juju. Odell and Junior goes to the frog. He's probably going to talk shit about should, should ODB do something. I don't expect it, but it's possible. Right? Yeah, I actually think that's a good one. Why would you not? The only thing you hear that. It's that, a great that. pick there. You just said it. He didn't hear it. must have heard you. Alright, uh, so I'm board here. Um, I've got all of my starting positions outside of my two flex players. It's time to pick my flex positions. Um, there's a lot of, you know, if you look at the board here, I, I see a lot of rookies near the top of the board. I see guys like Kareem Hunt, who I really love and I think is a stud, but he, is he best nine available? I don't know. Raheem Mostert is hard for me to pick at this position. Devontae Parker at the wide receiver position who I've been all about in a lot of a lot of spots. Look, we're picking we're picking for one season, right? We're picking one season. I don't need to worry about the future. I know where I'm going here. It's gonna be a wide receiver who we may maybe haven't seen on the field in a while. Literally every game on the field Every play he plays on the field, he's a threat for a fifth touchdown. I want a guy with a ceiling that Mike can Williams. win me fucking 
weeks. I drafted AJ Brown earlier in the draft. I'm drafting AJ Green here. Well, I to win. Well, you said, you that's a weak argument, though. AJ Green is not the same receiver he was. He hasn't played in a year. We don't know if he's not the same receiver he was. Dude. But he's not. He's been healthy since you week 12 left. Is he going deep? See, I think he's a very. I mean, like. You you took a guy in the fourth round who's very comparable to me that I think AJ Green is. Allen Robinson and AJ Green might be the same player. Who? Allen Robinson and AJ Green? I I don't I, look. AJ Green has always been a, a I'm gonna go over you and catch a ball for a touchdown guy and fall down because I jumped higher than you. I'm gonna run 20 yards afterwards. I'm gonna, I think I know the ceiling there. Devontae Parker goes to the doctor right after. Look, if I didn't take AJ Green, Devontae Parker to me is a young dream. Like he's got the yeah. potential. He's certainly not quite as good, but he's a similar player. Uh, not terrible. Darius Geis goes after that. Wolfpack, you have only got two rounds left. You've got two picks left. Yeah, uh, I was just in a wide receiver. Uh, top three was Kirk Fuller. Uh, Kirk really didn't do much last year. Got Hopkins now, so I don't feel like he's going to be that impressive. Uh, Fuller, he's an injury away. I mean, he's always injured. Mims, you don't know about. Brown and Pittman. Um, running backs, Hunt, Vaughn, uh, Miller's not signed yet. Um, I was really thinking of Sonny Michelle. And it's just because uh, he's still going to do it. I mean, he's no receiving weapons. He's got two rookie tight ends. I believe DeBure is now a New England Patriot. So. Who, who is that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and draft Sonny Michelle. This late, you know what? The potential is there. I mean, he had a great we saw rookie the playoffs season. Playoffs in his rookie we, season. We definitely going to see a tight end run here, though, because none of teams have tight ends. I have a tight end. I'm good. Sony Michelle, Christian Kirk, that Matthew Stafford, Kareem Hunt. Well, I love the Kareem Hunt pick there. Keyshawn Vaughn seems like that might be a little for Keyshawn Vaughn as a rookie. Philip Rivers, Hunter Henry. Um, there are some teams that just even draft a tight end in this league, which computers on sleeper are what they are. Wolfpack, your last pick here in the ninth round, who's it gonna be? So I just drafted Michael Pittman. One, uh, Colts fan can't draft a player or draft a team without a Colts on it. Michael Pittman, I love him. We, but, we love him. I mean, he's, go I feel like he's gonna be one of the Bill Rivers' favorite targets. I mean, he's gonna be down the field. T.Y. Hilton. He's going to be Jacob Eason's favorite target. Rivers is... Rivers for this season, season, though. So, I mean, Eason will be in the... Th for Rivers, I mean, he's going to be his favorite target. Hilton is probably going to get hurt again. I mean, he's... They said he's been working out, trying to get his strength built up so he doesn't get injured. But still, he's been hurt. It's going to happen, I feel like. Um, hopefully, it's not as long. But Pittman's 6'5". Yeah. I mean, well, that's just like red zone targets. What is he, 6'3? Six, 6'4? Three? Six, I think he's 6'3, 225. That was just because all the other wide receivers yeah. are that I tall. think he's 220, 223. Sorry, we're in the middle. 6'4, Still, that's a tall crazy, receiver. Crazy athlete. He is, outside of Justin Jefferson, my favorite rookie in the entirety of the rookie draft class. You're not wrong. Will Fuller goes after you, Marquise. Brown, my turn to take my very last, my very last, last flex player. I too going to take a rookie here. Um, <clears throat> you know what? It, I, I'll say right out of the gates, it's going to be a rookie running, but I'm going to surprise. <laughs> if you follow Dwee's nuts, oh, I know who it is. I'm going to surprise <laughs> you. Who's he going to lock yet? 
Tell me that's who it is. Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. I mean, Raymond Toy, the new Tampa Bay's James, uh, Tom Brady's new James White. No, that's not who it is. I'm surprised you here because look, there are a handful of rookie running backs left right near the top of the board. John Taylor, that's your Annapolis Colt favorite. DeAndre Swift, the Deer Lions stud who's going to supplant Kerryon Johnson. But I'm going to take the guy who seems to me as a top end drafted running backs to have the easiest path to touches. Even no. if that team is not as good as some of the teams that these backs have gone to, he's a guy that I dogged on all offseason mm-hmm. the entirety of my rankings. I'm going to Cam Akers. Cam Akers, the replacement wow. for Todd Gurley on the LA Rams, because I think he gets into the starting lineup before yeah. these other guys. Tight end, tight end, tight end. This is rocked up. Yeah, you got to take a tight end. But Bullfrog also has to take a tight end with his last selection here. This Who is where, he going? This is where I think I fucked up a little bit, okay? If I don't take Kirk Cousins in that pick. I take two wide receivers. Look, look at this. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Now Bullfrog's tight end. A hundred fucking leagues. He loves them. Tell me goes TJ Hawkinson, another tight end. And now so here's a question for you guys. With the Drake. So, so in, in round seven, I take Kirk Cousins. Let's say I, I take wide receiver back-to-back. Let's say I go Juju here. And then and turn that around in, in the eighth round, take Odell Beckham. Yeah. Then I take my quarterback, Kirk Cousins, right? So Kirk Cousins, I mean, like, I, I feel like that would probably be a better upside in terms of ceilings than I would than what I took with Kirk Cousins now and trying to find a good receiver that I would like as my turn here. So my only options are Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Edelman, Marvin Jones, John Brown. Yeah, see him way down here. Are you not a Rocky Mostert? I mean, love Mostert. He's available as a flex play for you. That's interesting. I feel like you got Drake out there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have to take Tariq. There's also Breida. Um, I mean, is he starting in yeah, Miami? Yeah, you know what? No, I'm not, I mean, my options right now are are literally. Corey Davis, Robbie, yeah, I mean, this is bad. Corey Davis, trash. He, he didn't get the Wait, You need it? Uh, yeah, no, you have a tight Mark Andrews. I never said you should take him later, right? No, 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 no. Actually, I like my Mark Andrews. I wish I would have taken Kirk Cousins later. Yes. I wish I, I would have skipped my quarterback at that point because, because of the fact of this. At this point, the difference between Kirk Cousins, Sam Darnold, Stafford, and Philip Rivers isn't enough, and I should have waited. Understood. So who are you taking? Your second to last is nine player. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you did talk me into this one. Oh, it's gonna be Raheem Mostert, is it? Starting running back for the best run team in all of fall last season. It absolutely will be. Give me Raheem Mostert. And Lamar Miller, because this is a sleeper fucking thing, goes last. Hey guys, look. Those are our let's, let's real quick just round our teams for the people. Wolfpack, you picked at the 104. Who's your starting roster? Uh, so I've got Patrick Mahomes, Rick Hill, Melvin Gordon III, Chris Carter, Drew, Drew Brees on your super flex, Zach Ertz, Jalen Rager, Rager, Sonny Michelle, and Mike Pittman Jr. Not too shabby. The Dodgers starting roster is super flex, mind you. He's only has one quarterback. That's Tom Brady. That seems like a misstep on his part. Zeke, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are his running backs. Thielen, Ridley, Dante Parker, Hollywood Brown, 
at the wide receiver, Travis King. I went Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones, my two quarterbacks. Love fucking that. El Cara, David Jones, Cam Akers is my three running backs. Allen Robinson, AJ Brown, and AJ Green to round out my team. Wiz, tell us both of yours. Buggy is going to go with the quarterback Zach Prescott, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, that was a reach and a half. At the running back position, Miles Sanders, Todd Gurley was a fantastic pick with Kenyon Drake, also a very good pick. At the wide receiver position, folks, he's rolling out Michael Thomas, the best in his position, scary Terry McLaurin, and Odell Beckham, a fabulous late round pick. And Darren Waller at his tight end position. At my folks, I am rolling out with the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins, which is kind of weird. Here are my top picks at the running back position is Cook, Henry, and Aaron Jones, followed by the wide of Cooper Cup and Juju Smith-Schuster. Tight end Mark Andrews in my flex is Raheem Most. So we'll post these on Twitter. We'll let y'all vote on who you like the best, but we're also going to track these over the course of the season to see who actually drafted the best thing we can all speculate about Dwee's next nomination all season or all season long if we want to. But that was actually done. What are you dumbing at? What? I mean anything or no? Literally every position. You say literally a lot. Yes. Do, do I just take the trophy now or? You can take some kind of trophy back with you. I'll pull something out of this garage and give it to you. Look, guys, we're done. Okay? It's been a long episode. It's been a long my guys, we wanted to talk through all of our picks for you guys so you understood why we were doing, we're doing our future mock drafts. We'll go a little bit quicker. I will teach the wolf pack this. I know we talked a lot, especially for him. A lot. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. For the uh, party words as we leave our first mock draft of the offseason. I look forward to doing more mock drafts just to see how it, 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 it changes as we go. That's yeah. what I'm interested. It's all about how it Maybe you won't be the 11th pick next time. He's it. always the fucking end of it because he always says he wants the second pick and it always ends up being nowhere near. Alright guys, look, fuck off. Thanks for listening. We're done. Uh, it's getting cold in this one. I got it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>